Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Thonia. And today we are talking about Tigers Are Not Afraid, which is a horror movie with some magical realism. Um, and it's like obviously a part of our October spooktacular month. So, Woo. welcome. It's very recent. Like, I think it came out either in September or October this year so it's like a contemporary fairy tale is sort of the idea I would say yeah there were uh is kind of less horror elements than I was expecting more fairy tale uh yeah and like real like sad orphan um yeah stuff too yeah very um like obviously the comparison I think a lot of people drew uh, as Pan's Labyrinth, which isn't helped by the fact that Guillermo del Toro uh, really likes this movie. And when I saw the trailer was quoted in in it twice, uh, (laughs) giving quotes about how much he loved the movie. So I was like, ah, I see Guillermo. I see. I Um, see. The fish, (laughs) the fish in the puddle. That was so cool. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that was cool, but anyway. Yeah, that was Jumping around. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it is not to skip ahead, but mm-hmm. I think contextually it opens with these uh, statistics on the last 10 years in Mexico and how many people are killed and disappeared, mm-hmm. um, which holy shit, this is a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. It's 160,000 killed uh, and 53,000 disappeared and there's no numbers for children. Um, so I saw an interview with the writer director and. Um, and she said that uh, the inspiration for this kind of came out of Narcos and like the other mm, kind of media that were um, glorifying the cartel and like cartel members. Mm. And she was like, so this movie is basically about the children of the people killed by the cartel. Um, and there's like some other stuff in there too. There's like Peter Pan elements, mm-hmm. some horror stuff some Pan's Labyrinth, but, um, I don't know, I really, I really liked it. Um, and it has also this framing device of the story, because right. it opens and ends with the, um, the fairy tale about the tiger yeah. and the, the prince. Yeah, so it's about, uh, well, I guess how, how does, I'm not totally sure how the tale goes, it's something about the prince wants to be a tiger, but he forgot how to be a prince, <laughs> so he couldn't be the tiger. And tigers are basically able to survive on the street. Seems sort of like what it comes down to. And yeah, it's it's complicated because there's two tiger stories that you get told from the very beginning. The right. very first one is, I think, like you were saying, the one where the prince becomes a tiger, but then he can't turn back, so he's stuck as a tiger. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is the one um, about, it's more realistic, about um, the cartel... Let's a tiger loose, and the tiger just roams the streets eating like children, basically mm-hmm. uh, orphans. And it's kind of—I uh, mean, in both cases, it's like the tigers are a metaphor. You get it? Do you get it? Right. <laughs> it's a metaphor. <laughs> uh, but it also uh, there's but like it's also actual tigers. Literally real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a few. Yeah. Um, 
Is and I do really, I like that um, the the graffiti tiger yeah. that we see throughout the thing, the animation uh, quite on that adorable. one is really, it's very nice. Um, I know, I'm like, oh, he's ripping an arm off of a <laughs> child. He's a friend. This. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and the beginning um, with this like juxtaposition of the story, you get both our main main character, Estrella, who's at school writing the fairy tale which I, we later find out is like a fairy tale her mother tells her and I was like is this cheating like the, the teacher's like make up a fairy tale and she was like I got one with all these <laughs> elements I'm just gonna write it down feels mm-hmm. kind of cheaty but whatever um plagiarism light <laughs> and uh shine which they pronounced it differently but it's subtitle said shine so I'm gonna say shine um mm-hmm. Who uh, he's he's spray paint graffitiing the tiger, and then the inciting incident of the whole thing, he steals this guy's phone, who's uh, I think drunk and peeing in an alley, yeah. and then he steals his gun, and he's like gonna shoot him, and then he doesn't. Cause he he can't. He's just a child. He, he's not a tiger. He's not a not tiger. Yet. Um. And then the things go bad from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, and then things get worse. Yeah, it turns uh, out that there's blackmail on the phone or the big gang leader, or blackmail on the big gang leader, basically. And so yeah. obviously he wants it back very badly. And the kid is keeping it because there's a photo of his mom on it, and it's the only photo it's, of her he has. Yeah. Uh, Sad. The um, inciting incident on Estrella's part, the one that kind of gives you um, the mood of like living with violence. She's at school writing this thing, and then there's a shootout, and the teacher gives her these three pieces of chalk. And she's like, Here, you have three wishes now. Enjoy. Um, which, bit of a monkey's paw situation there. <laughs> they, none of them turn out great. But. Mm-hmm. Um, then when she's walking home, she sees a dead body, and it's that's when the the blood starts following her. Uh, yeah, which like the, this like long stripe of blood just keeps popping in and out. It's sort of and it seems threatening. Donnie Darko but, vibe. Um, yeah, the 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 like fate thing. Yeah, of, like this is where you go. Yeah, <laughs> this is where yeah. you will go. Sort of like that, except um, more like something that's following her. Yeah, and it definitely has menacing vibes, but you kind of, like, later on, it's kind of like, no, bitch, here's how you escape. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is where you hide. Uh, but the very first thing we see it do is it's, like, following her, and then it cuts through the picture of her and her mom, and then you're like, oh, that's bad. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Not a great time. Uh, so and yeah, then it, Yeah, which that shot was very Pan's Labyrinth. Like, you know the part where she opens the book and it's like, mm. your mother's having a miscarriage and it just, whoosh, with blood. It looked like that. Um, so Love this is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so she kind of just waits for her mom and I w- she was like, I'm hungry, mom. And, uh, but then Shine like robs her house and he steals a bunch of beans, and I was like, so you had food in the house, you just couldn't figure out how to open a tin can. You seem relatively grown up. <laughs> I don't know children's ages, but she's like at least 10, maybe 11? You know how to open a tin can by that point, hopefully. Smash it on the ground. <laughs> Smash it. <laughs> I mean, in some ways, that could, that could eventually work. 
I couldn't tell if he found anything there. I thought he just, like, got to her house and she was like, bitch, I live here. And then he was like, the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) You live here? And then he left. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I couldn't tell. They don't really show him taking anything specific. But later, I was like, did he get fed from her house, I guess? Um, But yeah, it's possible that, like, it was from a different thing. That would make it much less uh, sad that she wasn't able to find anything in her house to eat. (laughs) Because he had directly taken it. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh, here it is. Like, within five seconds of entering. Um, But before uh, she goes to find them, she makes her first wish. Right. Which is what what eventually spooks her enough to leave. um, Which is her... Yeah, doesn't seem like the right move. (laughs) Yeah, her mom comes back which uh she does in ghost form which uh not a good time Mm -mm. uh no she's quite scary and she's wrapped in plastic which i'm guessing well you don't really see her at this point you kind of just hear like whispers and there's like a vague shape yeah there's a point Uh, where she speaks through a ramen cup sort of or the kid oh, at yeah, least was... thinks, like, maybe she's speaking through the ramen cup. And then I think she's like, wait, is this just tel- telepathy? Like, <laughs> same question. Uh, same question. Yeah, you kind of have to, um, because a lot of this movie is kind of this realistic environment, you kind of have to either make a decision at some point whether or not you're going with the supernatural stuff or you're just like, this is all a result of trauma. Mm-hmm. But... She does seem to know some stuff that she wouldn't otherwise. So I'm going to go with Supernatural, but that's also because I'm like, cool. The Supernatural stuff also, I feel like it can sort of, it it can be one of those things where it's just like, it's like a thematic thing. Mm. (laughs) Because they're sort of like in between um, a normal world of safety in this world of like gangs and violence and fear and homelessness and I feel like they straddle that by being like you're they're on the fringe of some sort of reality (laughs) where stuff is like getting a little magical because they're on just like the very edge of everything but Mm. well there's also like a thing in horror movies where sometimes you just got to be like okay okay (laughs) like uh during Midsommar I was like this is fucking nuts I love it I'm here for the ride (laughs) I don't know exactly what's happening at this point but uh <laughs> sure sure sometimes you got right. enough of a vibe <laughs> like okay <laughs> yeah and uh, like the whole blood traveling thing i couldn't tell when it soaked the clothes i was like are those her clothes because i thought they were her clothes and then i was like she's dead she died <laughs> when all the gun firing was happening and her teacher giving her the chalk that was all like ghost people stuff from that point on but then i'm that was never confirmed even remotely. So <laughs> yeah, I uh, I think if there's Pretty a point outlandish. where it's like, and she died, uh, that would be later on in the movie, but um, we can discuss when we get there. Yeah. Uh, I do think that, like, she's still uh, alive at this point. Um, yeah, okay. The, what the hell? What is that? Oh, I'm trying to read the name of the gang. Oh, yeah. Plaskas? <laughs> Whatever. I think that um, sounds right. <laughs> right, right nice. Um, it, it was one of those things where when uh, Shine says it in the first story he tells, where he's like, and then the last guy let the tiger be free. And I was like, the what? Like, what? <laughs> Is this a word that you're just not translating or a name or what? Uh, it's a gang. So fun. Um, but yeah, this is kind of the, uh, like, getting to know you. 
getting to know me part of the movie where uh, she's she's kind of haunted by her ghost mom, but mostly it's like kid hijinks. Oh, wait, no, first there's murder. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Always. There's wacky kid hijinks, but first murder. Um, Because they don't accept her because she's a girl. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so Shine, like, hands her the gun and is like, okay, you got to kill this dude who's after us. And she's like, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she says no, and then... She actually, like, goes to do it within a very short amount of time. She's like, all right, if this is what it takes to join your club, then sure. Yeah, she got Um, over that pretty fast. But lucky for her, she wishes that she doesn't have to kill him. And he just so happens to already be dead. (laughs) Nice, yeah. Uh, Which was mildly terrified, which, like, she's freaking out. She drops the gun. She goes into the other room, and I was like, girl, pick the gun up. Pick the gun up. She does get it back. But I was like, ah, don't leave the premises without yeah. it. Uh, and there's just a bunch of kids in, in cages in the other room, which, like, ooh. Ooh. She's like, I guess I'm the implication is either they're going to kill them or human trafficking. I don't really... Because they do say they don't know where the kids go, like, what happens with them. They just disappear. Yeah. Um, but not good whatever it is it's not good no um but she frees them yeah and then everyone's like oh she killed that dude like not only did she kill that dude and like she like also freed everyone and also she's a girl (laughs) Um, yeah and that is a recurring thing that day (laughs) but it is like a sort of a i don't know it's a moment where uh, Shine starts to get a little jealous, but also kind of starts to respect her at the same time. <laughs> yeah, Shine does have this thing where he's like, I, I, I couldn't kill him. Why don't you get to kill him? I mean, like, he, he's being a little baby about it, yeah, but also he's a it. baby. Like, anyway, <laughs> like, so. <laughs> but, like, also they're all, like, you know, 10. So uh, mm-hmm. it, I'm like, okay, I can... This is believable because yeah. you are, in fact, a small child. Yeah. Um, but then this, like, turns into a plot point where later on they, like, he's like, I know you didn't kill him. And everyone's like, you didn't even kill him? <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. I thought everyone knew that at this point. I, Me oh, I too. All right. <laughs> I thought everyone knew it too. And I was also like, she also freed the children. So, like... And yeah. he's also, dead, so mission accomplished, right? The person, like, I thought would know would be Shine because he's like, how'd you do it? And she's like, I wished for it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I thought he knew, but okay, okay. Um, she also, no. oh, she has some, uh, some visions of coughing up bugs that turn mm-hmm. into her dead mom, which was a fun time. Always fun time. scary, always scary. Yeah, um, I realized... At some point in the movie that uh, basically all the parts where her dead mom kind of jump scares her and like grabs at her and just shows up and starts kind of screaming. All of those moments were in the trailer. So I was like, oh, OK, it's not, <laughs> yeah, it, it's not, a not that much scary more scary movie. I mean, it's like kind of more scary, I think, when the guy is like coming after them. The well, that's mom that's the Pan's Labyrinth thing where you're like, oh, I'm way more scared of this right. uh, general dude who's her stepdad, hypothetically, than like anything else in this movie. People I mean, like the real monsters. <laughs> the Pale Man is creepy though in that movie, so they have that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the um, there's definitely, especially after like the halfway point, you're, the ghosts just kind of are like, we just want you to 
to like yeah we just want to kill this guy yeah <laughs> like we don't care about you no offense like there's a lot of them though which is creepy um, yes and they do still like grab at her but they're a lot less um like menacing mm-hmm. um Oh, although that one shot, um, the, the the shot with the cup of noodles, uh, where the hand comes out of it while yeah. she has it to her ear, that was the one that like freaked me out in the trailer. I was like, Ell. so knowing it was coming in this one, I was like, don't put it to your ear. Don't touch that cup of noodles. But. Oh, and this is so this is where they're kind of like, OK, uh, they're going to come to kill us. So we need to find a place to hide out. Uh, and then they find like the coolest place ever uh, yeah. with a little, little pond of fish that escaped their thing. And somehow uh, it hasn't dried out yet. They just live they, in their own little ecosystem. They're like koi fish living in a puddle. <laughs> Incredible. And it looks so cool. It does. Um yeah, that that house is pretty. It's pretty nice. Uh, pretty big. They do have like character bonding moments where like Estrella, they all get soccer balls and they're drawing on them, and Estrella like draws a face, and Shine sees it and he freaks. He's like, it looks like uh, his name is Kako, right? The guy they killed, and oh, he yeah. freaks out and stabs it really <laughs> dramatically, and everyone's like, oh, no PTSD here. <laughs> uh. And then he gives his to Estrella, which is nice. I'm like, ah, he's growing yeah. as a person. Their uh, friendship as it builds. It's really nice to see. You're like, <laughs> you guys are on the same side. I'm glad you yeah. realize now. <laughs> Although, um, basically, so the ghosts are more helpful at this point. Uh, because they just start kind of giving her heads up when like shit's going down. So they're just like, he's coming to get you. Yeah. Watch out. Um uh which which he does. Uh one of the I think it's Dio grabs um Shine cuz uh this is when Estrella tells Shine that she has the wishes. He's like, "Please mm-hmm. wish for my scar to be gone. Uh I'll uh-huh. get the pictures of your mom back." And she's like, "No, I don't want any of that. Thanks." Uh he still goes to her place <laughs> and grabs the pictures and then he gets grabbed and then leads them to the hiding spot, which I was like, oh, that doesn't seem necessarily in character, but I guess whatever. Uh, and uh, then a shoot down goes down and the tiny babyest one gets shot. And it was actually pretty sad. Although... Uh, he gets someone though, right? Or does he? Yeah, they shoot. Um, so there's one guy who's about to shoot Shine. The little kid shoots that guy. And then the other guy shoots that guy. And then someone stabs that guy in the knee with a knife. <laughs> I hope this description made sense to everybody. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there's one bad guy with a knife in his knee and one dead child. Yes. Um, Who that is the, one the shakeup. got kidnapped earlier. Just bad yeah. luck. Bad luck. <laughs> He's the smallest and weakest yeah, he, of them. He's, he's also the one with a little a little tiger plushie. Yes. Which comes um, to life. <laughs> it was cute until it started moving. And then I was like, I'm terrified of this thing. It's kind <laughs> of uncanny CGI-ish. I'm not sure. I'm, I like it. Yeah, but do whatever. I trust this thing or <laughs> is it ominous? I can't tell. Yeah, yeah it was uh, kind of creepy. Uh, like there's as soon as you see it moving, he like picks it up, and I'm like, he's not holding anything. I'm like really taken out. <laughs> this child is clutching at nothing. That 
fucking little tiger plush is just floating midair. Uh, <laughs> Unbelievable. But, um, oh, where the hell? Oh, this is the part where everyone's like, you lied to us? Oh my God, as you if it matters. Lied? Yeah, I know. I'm like, they. we thought you were cool. I guess it is a thing for like children to yeah, be like. Yeah, we're kids. <laughs> care about that. But, Don't um, <laughs> yeah, and also they have this like gang loyalty thing, um, which would also kind of make sense. But uh, given that I'd completely forgotten that this was a thing that was like a secret, uh, it was very confusing. I was like, "Ooh, all right, we're mad about this now. All right. Mm -hmm. um, and also then she like leaves because they just yelled at her and left her alone. Uh, and when they come back, they're like, oh, my God, she left this tiny child's dead body alone. What a bitch. And it's like. What the fuck he was she gonna do? Dead. Just sit here? He's <laughs> Just dead. sit here and wait for you guys? What the fuck? Anyways, uh, she goes off. She has like a little adventure with being spooky spooked by ghosts. And I think this is one of the times where you start seeing the ghost like a little clearer because um, the first few times you see her mom, she kind of just looks like she's covered in something. Right. Uh, and here you start seeing like with all the other ghosts, like a lot of them are wrapped in plastic. Um, and it's actually like really cool looking. I think mostly cause they lined them up. <laughs> yeah. Like a bunch of people in plastic and that's already creepy, but then they have like a shine effect that makes them look like they're kind of disappearing. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, that's very cool. Ghostly. Um, yeah. And, uh, it's also a thing uh, in the video, the incriminating video, uh, there are there's like a tarp in it, like a plastic tarp, and you're like, oh no, that's the that's the, the, the what the ghosts look like. That's not good. <laughs> that's a bad sign. And uh, Shine does eventually figure out with a picture he grabbed from uh, Estrella's house that uh, the person being killed in the video is Estrella's mom, which I feel like she knew that. Yeah, time. she definitely knew by that point, because um, he's like, oh, did you find a picture of your mom on the video? And she's like, no. Yeah, and then when but she, like, she totally she, saw it. When he starts playing it, and the lady is like... Yeah, she's like, nope, Yeah, she stop keeps saying, that. like, stop. I'm like, she knows what, like, she knows it's her mom. Yeah. So he keeps being like, I can't tell you. I have to protect you. I'm like, she knows. She fucking knows, kid. Yeah. Like, she's, she's good. Um, but, uh... It's it's also confusing because I don't actually really know like how the cartel works. I was like, why the f what fucking use is her mom? Like, does she know something? Does they just do this for fun? I don't fucking know. I don't get it. But, yeah, I don't uh, know either. Maybe it's something about terrorizing the town and yeah. people like pledging loyalty or something. I don't know. Uh, although uh, I would like. I don't think Chino had to, like, beat the shit out of her if that was the goal. I think he's just a psychopath. Which, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, They the ghosts give her, like, more clear instructions at this point. They're like, bring him to us, to yeah, where we are. Yeah, they're like, you are. haven't figured it out. Um, <laughs> we're scary. To be fair, <laughs> most of it has been like, he's coming for you. Which isn't like the most productive thing. Um, so yeah, you know, clear like, instructions help. Talking to me. <laughs> yeah. First of all. Um, oh God! There's the scene where, um, cause w the way they find out that she's not the one who killed Kako is that um, 
they call Chino on the phone, and he's like, I know you didn't kill him, little girl, because I killed him. Dun, dun, dun. Also, if you, like, bring me my phone at this specific place at this specific time, and they're like, no, go to hell, lady. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, the two little kids manage to grab the phone from Shine, uh, and, like, they're like, no, we're gonna bring it to the cops. There's some cops right over there. Uh, and they, like, show them the video, and the cops are like, oh, shit, look at that. Okay. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with this, and they just fucking leave. <laughs> They're like, like, we actually can't see that video. We're legally I, blind. Oh, no, now I we're can't gonna read all away. of a sudden. Yeah, I, like, oh, no. My face uh, blindness is just starting up all of a sudden. Bye, Never kids. had it before, but now I have it. Because Chino is like, not only is he high up in the, the mafia, he's running for local office, I think. You oh, see a yeah, couple that's of, right. Uh, yeah, one of the kids is like, I'm not going to vote for him, which is like, you're five. But um, <laughs> yeah, they, then they're like, okay, I guess we have to bring him the phone, but not before we have this uh, burial of sorts, which uh, Israela sees the tiny little child ghost, and his name is Moro. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, oh, I can tell you where they're burying me. And then she just like meets them there with the, this little like, um, it's a cart. And it looks like the carts that like flight attendants bring down the aisle. It does. When <laughs> your, like your, your snacks. Yeah. And they, they're like on top of a ledge. And because they don't show what's at the bottom of the ledge. I was like, are they going to shove it and it's just going to hit the ground That's and, like, explode? Yeah, but it I was turns like, out there's water. Like, oh. I was like, that would be such a fucked up thing to do. Your friend's body is in yeah. there. Be like, we what have to fuck? honor him the way he would want us to. By Exploding into a, a million pieces. <laughs> where, and, like, two of us will be standing at the bottom so we can absorb some of the splatter. It'll be great. Oh, um, but no, there's actually like water, so he just kind of sinks. Yeah, um, I think they were trying to weigh him down, I guess, or something. Was, I don't know. I was like, you could have given me one shot of the water because right. I was like, the entire time I was like, I don't want to see that thing hit the ground. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I don't want it. It's like, I don't know uh, why it's happening. I don't support <laughs> it. You kids are more fucked up than I thought. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Uh, and then they're, they all kind of like, all right we're cool with each other now i guess uh let's go hand this phone over to this uh kingpin um who is really loyal to his like he oh yeah this is one of those things where i'm like you know what i respect the man if like he may be a psychopath and a violent murderer but he kept his word to these tiny children yeah and then (laughs) and shot his own men uh, in the face yeah because they made a deal that um he would get the phone if he made sure there were no more gang members in the in the town i (laughs) guess and so he was like like, okay (laughs) okay they're dead there we go deal but then uh i was like why did you switch the phones like at this point you were free like if you wanted that photo send it to the other phone <laughs> send it to the other phones and that Text video to, to everyone you know like <laughs> F- just like FBI. find the fbi's number or something yeah something uh, that can't but yeah, be no, post on youtube uh, <laughs> the oh that would actually be a very good way of doing it um but <laughs> the moment <laughs> Because you kind of see the moment where Sheryl's like, all right, well, this has been fucking useless. Because he's like, your wishes don't do anything. And she's like, okay, I'm going to get rid of your scar. She draws the X on his face, which I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Almost like, I was like coming splash. like a full minute before. <laughs> I was like, 
ah shit and yep he gets shot right in that face that spot on his face so like he drew a target on his face and fate was like fuck you yep gunshot and your they, scar's gone now technically because your entire <laughs> face is gone they, that's true and they successfully somehow made all of the wishes like this could have just been a coincidence or yeah. like maybe she's just imagining it. Like it's like uh, so. Because yeah, no by the question. time she makes her first wish, like her mom is definitely dead, and she's just being haunted by her ghost, which could be in oh, her head. The second okay. time, it times out to where she doesn't notice the guy's dead before she makes the wish. But like he also could have like yeah, he, he was, been dead the whole time. He was already uh, dead because the other guy and, killed him. Yeah, uh, he does have like a thing where his hand drops dramatically right as she makes the, oh, yeah. uh, the wish, right. which I was like, that's good timing, but like, eh. and um, yeah, this last one is like, ooh, tragic, but uh, yeah, that is the side of his face that's facing the, the guy with the gun. So, you know, ugh. yeah. Um, and then what ha- follows is a gross ass chase scene, which I got very confused for because all the rooms looked exactly the same. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, like, how does he not see her? How does he not see her? How does he not see her? How does he see her now? <laughs> also, does no one know how to turn off a phone's ringtone? Because he keeps calling it, and they keep getting caught with a phone. I know. Because it rings. I know. I'm like, maybe they just never learned phone uh, stuff. I don't know. But yeah, this, <laughs> this tiny little, tiny little tiger true. is in like an air vent she crawls into, and he gives her the lighter... And then shows her a hole to drop herself down. And I was like, these two things like, better not be connected. It's like, what is happening at this point? I don't know. And then she lands, and I was like, oh, that's the body hole. I can, like, because the, the audio um, on the, the movie, the entire time, like, as soon as they show you this, like, hole in the wall, there's just, like, a fly buzzing sound. Yeah. And I was like, ah, there's bodies down there. And it's also, there like, are. a crematorium type room or something or i don't know if that was symbolic but at the end there's i don't know there fire. was like a little <laughs> sign yeah there was like a sign on it that's like flammable but i was like what the fuck is flammable in there it's just bodies i mean the bodies are flammable but i don't think that like the, the cartel agents are like oh if we store our bodies in here we should put a fire safety sign yeah. on it because you know as the as the bodies decompose they're gonna let off gas and then if you like light a match and smoke in there it's gonna be bad so we should let everyone know the safety yeah. <laughs> like that maybe they were like oh this is Very a good place thoughtful. to dump it uh, but yeah that was confusing um, and she also has like cause they all look like the, their ghost selves are just kind of piled up and she has an encounter with her mom where I was like is this the ending gonna be like her mom's actually alive the whole time I know I was like because people do survive getting shot in the head sometimes um, and she looked except- like she, she looked bad but she looked like she could maybe come back yeah. like her eyes <laughs> like, were weird looking the eyes were the thing where I was like yeah, oh they're completely that was, white that's not good that was but, the most um, part <laughs> yeah I was like yeah she's okay looking and then as they're um, holding each other the uh, the bracelet this is oh. a plot point from earlier this is how she gets recognized in the video the bracelet from the mother's arm which like she's like when will I get it when I'm gone <gasps> um, it like all the little birds on it flutter off and go on Estrella's 
wrist, which yeah. was a very cool visual, but also I was like, oh, we're hallucinating here. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. For sure. This For isn't sure. real. Or it's um, all real. Or it's all real and it's a fairy tale. Uh, which, continuing fucking that, mm-hmm. she leaves the room. Well, she traps Chino uh, in there. She, like, lures him with the phone and he's like, I know you're in here. I can see you. And then she just locks the door behind him. She's like, I'm not in there, idiot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's called a trap. Stupid. <laughs> she sees uh, Shine's, Shine's ghost and she gives him the lighter, which I was like, this is what the lighter's for. And then the ghost throws the lighter in the room. Which is full circle how his mother died. Well, not how his mother died. How his mother got snatched and how he got his scars. So it's like, oh, beautiful. And then she leaves and she sees a tiger. And this is the point where I was like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on in this movie anymore. Is I'm this like, tiger real? She's is this not dead. real? She's dead. <laughs> and then she walks into a beautiful field like the lovely bones. And I was like, she's dead. <laughs> she's dead. Yeah, I, I, I had a moment where I was like, logistically, I don't think that field could be there. And then I was like, yeah, that field's not there. Um, <laughs> I did have a moment where I was like, uh, maybe. Yeah, I also uh, I was like, I don't really know. What, Which, you know, where that door could could be leading to. But it just felt pretty unlikely. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's kind of a thing where I guess she could have died earlier. I saw it more as, like, uh, either she dies, like, throwing that lighter in there because I assume it would explode a little bit. Uh, and I guess she could have died that way. Or she died, like, I don't know, at any point in the movie. Uh, or she just completely lost it like she's like fuck it the real world sucks i'm going into my imagination now we yeah it's <laughs> that tiger is real and that tiger ate her that is also a possibility um yeah i don't i don't know what the end is here no, it's, it's super i don't think and unclear kind of yeah like kind of like midsummer where i know people were like Let's talk about the ethics of burning your boyfriend alive, which spoilers <laughs> for Midsommar. Sorry. Um, uh, it seems like, the like that's of that are pretty clear. <laughs> well, the ethics. Well, here's the thing. Mm. It doesn't fucking matter because that's not the point of the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, you're kind of Twist. just like <laughs> within the context of the movie. I mean, personally, I was like, good for you. That's some personal growth. <laughs> but um, that's because it's a horror movie and you're not supposed to take it necessarily at face value. So it is one of those things where, um, I mean, personally, I choose to see this entire thing as a sort of modern fairy tale. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't matter what happens to her. She lives happily ever after yeah. because that's how fairy tales end. It's and it's not going to be like, and then she had to go talk to the cops or she was <laughs> homeless for a few years. Yeah. Like, oh, that's not a good <laughs> like resolution. It ends, she's faced everything she's had to face, and she's come out alive on the other side. That's all you really need. Yep. And that's what the movie delivers. And, like, if you look at it realistically, what the fuck happened? I don't know. But in terms of being <laughs> a story, it ran its course, and you don't need to know after that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, very cool. Uh, I definitely do see uh, why Guillermo del Toro likes it so much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is definitely your shit. It is it is sort of his in his vein of work. Although I would say like he well maybe it's just a budget thing. I feel like he is like more heavy on the fantastical stuff. This one was mm. more like, is it fantasy? Yeah. This um, is definitely um a thing I know. So the director, I think Isa Lopez, um, she is pretty well known in Mexico. 
But this is her first like American release. And it only mm-hmm. got like a limited release in the States before it went on Shudder, which is where we watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, and because Americans have a bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, there's also like people are like, why is it not showing in Mexico? <laughs> Mexico is just like, we're not fucking touching it. Bye. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. But uh, yeah, she had a lot smaller of a budget uh, than I think she may have wanted. Um, but inter- fun news. Uh, Guillermo del Toro signed on to produce her next project, which is, drumroll please, gonna be a werewolf western. (gasps) What? I'm ready. (laughs) I know, I'm like, this is extremely my shit. This better not go the way of like other Guillermo del Toro involved projects where it's like a few years later, it's he's like, oh shit, the studio just didn't want to give me money for this. I'm like, give give him the money. No, that sounds amazing. And I feel like she would uh, do a good job. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm really interested in seeing um, her other stuff. Yeah. This has been, uh, like, I know people focus a lot on, uh, like, male directors and writers are really big in horror. But I always think that, like, women writers and directors do, like, very interesting stories. Uh, and I'm like, give them more money. I would like to see more. Uh, yeah. This year, I saw... Two, like, really good mainstays. Jennifer Kent of the Babadook had The Nightingale, which, Jesus Christ, killed me. (laughs) The movie is so fucking difficult, but, uh, like, so beautiful and good. Uh, And this one, and I'm like, we should should give them more movies. Give them more movies. I don't need to see another, like, Annabelle movie. Apologies to everyone who likes those movies. (laughs) Kind of trash. Yeah, you. I, I mean, they're all just sort of copy, copy paste over and over again. <laughs> yeah, genre. Those uh, sort of. Genre and I just, pieces. yeah, I like stuff that incorporates kind of different genres. So this one's yeah. kind of like a fantasy horror, um, yeah. rather than just being straight horror. Uh, and you could argue historical as we get further away from two thousand six. And definitely like uh interesting as a response to narcos and these other shows that kind of glorify that that level of violence, mm-hmm. which is a thing where it's like, no, well, you know, everyone you shoot has like a family. Yeah, they have other shit going on. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> think about them, you know? Um and it is this thing of the uh the note at the beginning of like, we don't have statistics on children that go missing or die. Like we just don't, they just disappear Yeah, where um, it is kind of this unknown. Uh, so this is like, you could transpose this story on any of the children really. Well, not any of, well, <laughs> I was like, not every child is going to take down a cartel, but you know, hypothetically, if they did, the, all the cartels would be gone. <laughs> <laughs> we just need an army of children. Get on it. Um, yeah, very savvy, sharp <laughs> kids with enough fitness to pull it off. Uh, yeah, but I do know, um, and this was another thing I kind of learned in an interview, um, a lot of this stuff, like she had the idea about the cartel and like that kind of looking at the children left from it, like way before the fantasy elements came in. I think mm-hmm. the fantasy elements were like near the sense. end. Um, yeah. And then the tigers as a symbol were like the last thing she she set upon, um, apart from maybe like sh- structure. Like she was like, OK, I want to make a movie about these children. Uh, and then 
I think it was in rewrites. She like the scene where the the teacher gives her the three chalk pieces that was in it. And she was like, oh, I could make those three wishes and then like actually use that rather than just have it be like a toss away thing. Because I think she was kind of more as like, a, isn't this kind of stupid? <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> it's a thing that happened and it'll never come back. Um, and uh, I think the tiger's. The interview I, I, re- I read, she started off, she was like, I think the first animal we decided on, because it was the one we could get, was a zebra. <laughs> and then they were like, we can't get you a zebra. Would you like a hippo? And she was like, we can't use a hippo. <laughs> She's like, you gotta like, give were, me something else. Like, please. They were working with like a wildlife refuge. And they were like, listen, this is what we have, lady. Um, and then at the end... Uh, she was like, oh, shit, a tiger's a really good, a really good symbol because uh, she wanted an, a wild animal mm-hmm. because of uh, like this juxtaposition of the wild and like human life. Mm-hmm. And also because she and it's used in the story because the cartel members do import wild animals and just kind of keep them. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's not like that far fetched. I think the zebra and the hippo. <laughs> don't work as well as like they would be delightful <laughs> maybe too delightful Hippos are scary but like yeah. <laughs> they're not necessarily scary at first glance uh and the tiger yeah it, it like worked really well as a, a symbol as like a title it sounds really cool it looks really cool i'm like you did good Done. this works yeah super well uh, and it's I always love stories like that where it's like, oh, you don't no one knows what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> Everyone just kind of like falls into shit. It's <laughs> like you know, like George, George R. R. Martin where he's like, I have everything planned out for years. Yeah. And there's other creative people, which is kind of more the slot I'm in where it's just like, I'll just start and see where it goes. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I also feel uh, like being willing to change things and adapt the story because you see something that like might be an opportunity versus being really strict with it that allows yeah. for so much more <laughs> yeah you gotta be willing um, to make changes and, and stuff uh, like that. i also want to shout out the uh the child actors are yeah, so amazing good. in this they they're so all good. so good that the little kid who plays shine has like the most intense gaze uh, like he's so fascinating. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, I'm terrified of this child. <laughs> like he just kept like there just kept being shots of him like staring at Estrella. Like, I <laughs> know. Uh, yeah, I was like, don't fight <laughs> each other. <laughs> <laughs> like you're both adorable. Please stop. Work together. Um, but insofar as he acts kind of like as the Peter Pan to this group of lost boys and she acts as the Wendy, I was like, oh, I like him way more than I like literally any other interpretation of Peter Pan. Peter <laughs> Pan is a fucking dick. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is my long held belief and I will stick to it. Um, but yeah, they're I'm like all, all of these kids are really fucked up. They all have their like deep traumas to the point where some of them, um, like when Moro was shot, I was like, is this the best for him? <laughs> Maybe. Because he, like, I mean, he has joy, but these kids are all, like, they've gone through so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how, like, it, what what them growing to adulthood looks like. Like, none of them, uh, well, two of the kids actually run away, and I guess they're fine. So those two kids are fine. <laughs> uh, exactly? I guess the lesson here is just run away when guns come out. If you can run away. 
do. Uh, yeah, and don't be tricksy with phones and stuff. Um, and yeah, maybe I, I kind of wish some of the um, the fantasy elements were a bit more clear cut. Yeah, because there's the stuff like line. I wanted to understand on a deeper <laughs> level than I ended up understanding. Yeah, I kind of just went with it. I was like, this is a fate line, but there's stuff like the um, the dragon on the phone case like pops oh, yeah. out and just flies around for a bit and then pops back in and I was like. What does the dragon represent? I don't know. I'm so confused. I don't understand that. Yeah, either. I was kind of um, like, text that video out. Dragon <laughs> go. <laughs> but that was not what was happening. <laughs> no. He didn't really do anything. He just kind of popped up. Yeah. But um, otherwise, very cool. Very, very interesting and good. And yeah. I, I, I hope all these children funny. and this writer and director go on to illustrious things. Yeah. Continued. Doing good work. And she I really want to see that fucking werewolf western. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need we need this kind of content. People are not <laughs> crossing over in the right genres. And this is the <laughs> correct crossover. So <laughs> there is one that already exists, but it's shitty. So I'm like, please make it like an actual good werewolf western. Yeah. Please, for the love of God. Um <laughs> well, the world is it's like in this in this existence of Everyone overflowing with bad media. It's like, how have we not stopped making bad stuff and start making interesting stuff? Thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for coming. <laughs> uh, I think one of the things, just to like, another positive from this movie, or like final thoughts, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Really appreciate how, despite the fact that um, all the colors are so muted and everything's kind of, you know, trash in this world, um, it still wasn't boring visually. Because, you know, like, a lot of movies, especially horror movies, they kind of just color correct things to look a certain way, and then it all just kind of looks (laughs) shitty. Yeah. this Not only was this, like, very uh, hot-toned, it, um, like, when it wanted to have moments of beauty, even in, like, shitty environments, like the koi pond, mm-hmm. they still looked really good. And yeah, they, they still had, a like, job. a good amount of depth and, like, contrast, even though they were all, like, I don't know, huddling uh, in a concrete building. And also the graffiti helped a lot. There was, like, really interesting graffiti yeah, throughout the movie. I couldn't tell if that was really cool. added in afterwards or if that was real. I was like, mm. but it was it was interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, and uh, speaking of uh, spooky movies. Oh, boy. I'm so, so excited for our next one. <laughs> it's a cinematic classic from this year. Mm-hmm. You may have heard we'll of it. soon to become a classic. <laughs> it's, it's called Ma. <laughs> it stars a several-time Oscar winner, so you know it's good. <laughs> yeah, it definitely uh, is on the green end in Rotten Tomatoes. But I think those reviewers didn't realize, you know, they went in with the wrong expectations. <laughs> so you, uh, I wonder if there's a way to turn it into a drinking game. I feel like there is. I will work on it. <laughs> I love this uh, idea. Inspirational. <laughs> holy shit, this movie's fucking bonkers. Uh, I'm excited. It's going to be great. Um, we're really going through the entire spectrum of emotion here. So we had a serious... A serious drama with much beautiful, mm-hmm. tight editing and acting. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go the complete <laughs> opposite direction. <laughs> yes. Into 
a, uh, I assume, American horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it is American. Uh, it, it makes no fucking sense. And uh, it's really all over the place in terms I'm of excited. literally everything about it. It's, it's my favorite good. kind of movie. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's going to be uh, our, our next movie for our October. Oh, my God. Am I calling it a spooktacular? Is that what I called it? Let's find out. Yep. Oh, I was going to say yep. Christmas Spooktacular. That Christmas, is a mashup. Yep. We are going to um, look into some Christmas movies for December. Hell but yeah. for now, we're in uh, the month of Halloween. As it is Christmas known. Baby. <laughs> what the fuck is that one called? The oh, it is called The Christmas Air? Baby. Oh, maybe. No. The, the Christmas Prince Trilogy. <laughs> the Christmas Prince's Child. <laughs> movie the 3. The Prince's Dolphin. Oh, next movie. Um, they do have a sort of like Barbie life in the dream house vibe a little bit. So I could see something like that happening. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, thanks Next for, week, uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening to us, uh, talk about tigers are not afraid. Um, we are going to be, of course, as you said, talking about mom next week. So definitely tune in for that. It's going to be fun. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, we have to create a sign off before I just go leave in. <laughs> I... I think uh, just run when that is an option. Just leave mm-hmm. the scene. Mm-hmm. Always a solid choice. Mm-hmm. And maybe like, maybe there is something to be said for like wishing for things. You know, putting out, putting out a, a your will into the universe. <laughs> oh my god, it's a smarter wish upon. Did you see that terrible <laughs> fucking movie? No, I did not. What is uh, that? She wishes on a box and it kills everybody. Oh, no. It's very stupid. Is a that- dude drowns his own pool, uh, uh, not pool, tub, his own bathtub. It's great. Good <laughs> It's like, sit up. And he's like, no. <laughs> okay, but yeah, definitely, you know, life, life preservation is important, especially when you live inside a horror movie, so. Just stay safe out there. (laughs) And we will be back next week talking about Ma. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. No improvement.